Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 104. Jonathan Weir is chiming in here, Jamie, on the uh, the, the text poll going on. I need you to interpret what this means okay. exactly. Go ahead. Uh, so we were talking in the last hour of the show about the Amazing Race. Don't ask us how we got don't there. Don't have a clue why. We don't remember either. Uh, but which of the four show teams would win the Amazing Race if we were to do one, like in the Midwest? And so we asked you, and the Twitter poll is out, and you can text us as well, uh, and we'll give you the words mm-hmm. here in a sec. Um, so EJ and Ellen, me and Wicket, or Dana and Parks, or we put Rod with Weir to find out. And it's not you got. The amazing race is like little scavenger hunts and it's a race around the world. You are campaigning. You really are. I like it. Because I really want to do the show. And I think you and I would <laughs> think you and I would do the best. Is we're there- the youngest, we're the most fit, we're the newest team, so we're not at that we're not in the bickering stage of our relationship yet. So you know, I think I think we should win. Uh, if you think it would be the morning show, the midday show, the afternoon show, or the night show, text those words. Morning, midday, afternoon, or night to 22980. Weir's checking in. Weir and Rod are winning, getting 49% of the vote. Oh, it's going down. Let me hit refresh here. You and I getting 37% of the vote. That's not. 8% for Dana and Parks and 5 for uh, <laughs> for EJ and Ellen. Weir said on Twitter, I'm only going to say me and Rod because we don't have the dignity to not cheat shamelessly. So they cheat their way through it is what he's saying. We don't have the dignity to not cheat shamelessly. A lot of is, negatives there. Hold on. So we... <laughs> to let interpret. me get... To, to, let me, so we have dignity dignity to cheat shamelessly. Uh, so basically they're going to cheat to win? Is that what they're trying to say? That's what it sounds like. But there's, I'm asking him for clarification. <laughs> there's far too many, far too many double negatives in there for yeah. me to understand. But uh, keep them coming in. We'll update throughout the rest of the program. And we'll let you know who the winner is before we check in with Dana and Parks uh, about an hour from right now. Ooh, the White House press briefing is underway with Stephen Munchen, the Treasury Secretary. Mnuchin. Oh, is it Mnuchin? It's Mnuchin. Sorry. He just got married for the third time. Oh, because Mike Pence officiated the wedding. Right. And By President way, Trump went. Is it, is it me or is it weird? And, and you can, this is not bashing, but Mike, something strange about Mike Pence officiating a guy's third wedding. Doesn't that You're just... taking issue with the fact that it's his third wedding. Well, I mean, it's it's because so Pence won't have dinner with you because you're a woman and you're not yes. his wife. But he, 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 did he I don't marry know. someone hot? Um, did that have anything to do with it? Oh, she is a knockout. Oh, she's a blonde knockout. How would you describe him? Uh, like a nerdy Stephen Colbert. Oh, somebody said he looks like one of the lawyers from The Simpsons. He looks. <laughs> he is not as good looking as Stephen Colbert. But yes, you're on the right. Hold on, let me... Pull, Same let me, idea. Let, let me pull up... Dark hair, balding some... Sim, the... Similar face shape, dark glasses. Uh, let's see here. This No, no not O.J. Simpson's lawyer. He does not look like that. No, uh, Mr. Burns' lawyer. That's who it is. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, so anyway, we... Given President Trump's tweets early this morning against uh, the MSNBC anchor... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks I like Mr. Mr. Burns' lawyer from The Simpsons is yeah. who he looks like. <laughs> so we were watching the 
uh, White House press briefing today because Sarah Huckabee Sanders already spoke out on Fox News early this morning defending the president. That's her job. We'll see if she says anything more during this briefing. But it is on camera, guys. It actually is. The video is up. You can watch it. It's amazing. So you'll see coverage on your news later. Um, she opened up by saying Mnuchin's going to talk first, so we'll okay. be we'll, we'll give you any highlights. I'm sure she'll deflect. She's really good at deflecting and pivoting. She's great at her job. Yeah. She's fantastic at it. Yes, she is. She went to the Kellyanne Conway School of uh, Spinning. Mm-hmm. And can, nobody spins like Kelly. Nobody spins like Kellyanne Conway. All right. This story is a strange one that we, we threw up on Facebook yesterday, and we didn't get a chance to get to it because... We so many things we were talking about yesterday, and, and we wanted to make sure that we, we did get to it. So this is a story that comes out of Pennsylvania in Washington, PA. There is a man in jail at, who stabbed a man who says he says sexually assaulted a 12-year-old girl. This is a man named Stephen Yarborough who walked in on a man with a girl a week before the stabbing. Police say he lunged at the man and pulled him off of the 12-year-old girl. Right. So he claimed that he walked in on the other guy, uh, who's last, Christopher Holiday is his name, with the young girl, her pants down and her shirt up on his lap. So he walks in in the middle of a rape. Police say... Of a 12-year-old. 12-year-old girl. Uh. Yarbrough lunged at him and ripped him off of her. Police were called and they began investigating. Then we go to a week later, and that is when Stephen Yarbrough stabs the stabs that assailant. That is, it's it's a funny train to follow. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got one guy walking in on another who is sexually abusing a twelve year old, pulls the guy off. They confront he, he confronts him a week later, stabs him in the neck. So yeah, a week later, Yarbrough took matters into his own hands, telling police he snapped when he confronted the sexual assault suspect, put a knife to his throat, and asked, "Why did you do that to the girl?" And then stabbed him in the neck in the arm. Um, so now we've got this guy, the guy that initially saved the day in the first sexual assault. Now he is being held on thirty five thousand dollars bond for a stabbing. Uh. I wonder what people think should have happened to this guy. Uh, this is uh, the, the the young man, Stephen Yarborough, who told a TV station up in Pittsburgh that he would do it again. It's definitely not a situation I'd like to be in, but what's done is done. All I can do is walk in faith. If you could go back, would you do it all over again? Yes, I would have no problems. It's, you know, it's for a child. He's going to get a lot of sympathy. He's going to get a ton of sympathy. And his uh, the, the father... Of the young girl mm-hmm. wants him set free. Here's the problem. If he had stabbed the guy in the heat of the moment, if he, crime of passion, right? Mm-hmm. If he rips the girl off the guy's lap and, and snaps in that moment, then I think a court is going to be more lenient with him. The problem is that it was a week later. It was a week later that he snapped and then approached the guy. So unprovoked, he just saw the guy and snapped. It's no longer a crime of passion. Now it's premeditated or, or, mm. or looks to be premeditated. Even if he snapped, this is a week after the fact. What I want to know is if he walked in on him, did he call the police after he ripped him off the girl? Like Somebody what, did, yeah. So, so did the guy get arrested or did the guy, you know, did, did Holiday get arrested and then taken into custody and was he released on Maybe. whatever? Is released that, on bond or something. So did he get taken into custody is one question I really have. We also, yeah, we don't know if the sexual assault suspect, a.k.a. stabbing victim, is facing charges for the sexual assault. We have no idea. What would stink about this story is if 
the guy that did the stabbing faces charges and does more jail time than the person that did the alleged uh, sexual assault. You're right. Okay. Because I could totally see that happening, right? The guy in the stabbing case where there is evidence, you know, it's it's very clear he's got the stab marks. He admitted to it. Mm-hmm. You can totally see him getting more prison time than the guy that did the alleged sexual assault. Christopher Holliday is charged with one count of rape of a child, indecent assault of a person less than 13 years old, and indecent exposure. The other guy, of course, is now charged with stabbing him in the neck. So given that it's retaliation for sexual assault of a child, should this guy, are, are there some of you who think that this stabbing suspect, a.k.a. White Knight, should not be in trouble at all? Because it was a crime of passion. He was, he was retaliating over the rape of a girl. 576-7798. Should this guy serve time in jail for stabbing the sexual assaulter in the neck a week later. A week later. That's my problem. The it's a week, week later. The week later is the part that gets a lot of people. 576-7798. Text in 22980. It's midday with Jamie and Wicket. And we want your calls coming up next. Plus, you're going to hear from the sexual assaulter. And what he says is his innocence next on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, midday with Jamie and Wicket. We are talking about a story out of Pennsylvania where a Washington man Washington, Pennsylvania, uh, has been accused of slashing the throat and stabbing the arm of another man he suspected of sexually assaulting a girl. Uh, he's been ordered to stand trial on assault charges filed earlier this month. The name is Stephen Yarborough. Yeah, and we're trying to work out the timeline a little bit because we had some questions and there's not been a ton of reporting done on the story. But according to police, uh, this guy Yarborough claimed that he walked on a guy named Christopher Holiday with a young girl, 12 years old, her pants down, her shirt up on his lap. Police say Yarborough lunged at him and ripped him off of her. At some point, police were called and started investigating the sexual assault. And at some point, uh, the sexual assault suspect was arrested and charged in the sexual assault case. What appears to be several weeks later, uh, Yarbrough claims he snapped. He told police that when he confronted the sexual assault suspect, he snapped, put a knife to his throat and asked, why did you do that to the girl? And then stabbed him in the neck and the arm. Now, this guy is charged in the stabbing. So what I can tell is the sex act took place on May 25th. The stabbing took place on June 6th. The guy was arrested for said stabbing on June 13th. Okay. That's, as, that's what I've got. And as far as we know, I said lightning. Hit my, was that, I felt my ears, ears shut out. Um, <laughs> do we know that the sexual assault charge was hit, was placed. The, the sexual assault charge from everything I can read, whether it's Fox News or the local newspaper, the sexual assault charge came after the stabbing. Okay. So he walked in, got her off the dude, and then assume presumably left with the girl and she went home. He snapped a week later. He opened the guy's door. He tapped on the window, opened the guy's door, locked the door behind him, saw a knife, stabbed him, left. Then a week later, he gets arrested for the stabbing. The timeline's a little little fishy. But the big question here is, should this stabbing suspect, who is basically the white knight Mm -hmm. that saved this girl from being raped, and then later, maybe he's got daughters, maybe there's a history of this in his family, but for whatever reason, he snapped later and took the law into his own hands and and did his own kind of justice and stabbed the guy. Should he get off? Should he should he face charges or should this be considered a crime of passion and we should give him right we should give him credit for the crime that he stopped and not punishment punish him for the crime that he committed here is uh, the white knight uh, Mr Yarbrough Stephen Yarbrough and he was asked would he do it again 
It's definitely not a situation I'd like to be in, but what's done is done. All I can do is walk in faith. If you could go back, would you do it all over again? Yes, I would have no problems. It's, you know, it's for a child. Meanwhile, this is the person who is now being investigated for the sexual assault who is also in jail. This is Chris Holiday. I'm being charged with two felonies and a misdemeanor that I never even did. Of sexual assault? Yes. You didn't sexually assault no. a young girl? No. Your dad says that she's traumatized. I did not do anything. So why did Steven stab you? I don't know that either. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Let's go to Bill in Kansas City on 98.1 KMBZ. Bill, where do you stand on this? Well, you know, listen to the interview. I mean, the guy has no defense. He said that he snapped, but then in the interview he said he'd do it again. So that's premeditated. He said he'd do it again because it was for a kid. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So there's no snapping involved, in my opinion. So would uh, you think he should get off, or do you think he should serve the, uh, the, the jail time for the assault? I think he should serve the jail time because I think he meant to do it. There was no... You know, passion or uh, snapping involved to me it doesn't matter if he meant to do it in the eyes of the law it does but to me the, the question is him taking the law into his own hands him retaliating this crime that he stopped um do we give him credit for the fact that he stopped a crime and that he reacted mm-hmm. to that it doesn't matter to me if he would do it again or premeditate or whatever it seems premeditated to me this time because he waited a week and a half to go do it maybe it was just building building and he snapped like i mean i, and I then hear- he saw the guy somewhere yeah I, I i understand what bill's saying he didn't snap immediately because if he would have pulled the girl off and then stabbed him right. we all say hey way to go it's that week of buildup. Right. Did it just build and build and build? Did he not sleep for a couple of days? You know what I mean? Right. And then all of a sudden he sees him and then boom, it's over. I think in the moment we'd be having, if it had happened in the moment, we'd be having a different conversation. Yeah. If it had happened right then, he pulls the girl off, he stabs him there. Then I think you got more of a case. But the fact that you waited so long, oh, I don't think so. Let's talk to Josh in Gladstone on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Not Great. bad, man. What do you? What should happen to this guy a week later who stabbed the would-be alleged sexual assaulter? Um. Well, I mean, there's a lot of information that's not being given. The situation's kind of foggy. But the only thing I can say is I'd put, my, I'd put myself in that guy's shoes. I'm 27. I got two daughters. And if <laughs> if I waited a week and a half, he'd, he'd, I'd, they'd be dead. If they didn't die, it'd be way worse. I would make sure they would remember that for the rest of their lives they'd be in pain. I think there are a lot of dads that would echo that. Um, you know, it, it, it's there are a lot of people that are probably listening to this that would say, Jamie, why, if that was me and I walked in, that dude's neck is broken, that mm-hmm. dude's got a bloody eye, whatever. Because if, if, if I'm a father yep. and you picture that as one of your children... Mm-hmm. You snap then in that moment. Again, so do it in the moment, and then I have more sympathy for you. It's the fact that it comes 10 days later. You had, we don't allow a justice system where you get to just retaliate however you want. But in the moment, I think we would understand that a, a little better. A week and a half later, you had time to think about it. 576-7798. Thanks for your phone call, Josh. Let's talk to Cheryl in KC. Cheryl, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Oh, hello. My first question is the stabber. Was he a close family, friend, relative? Um, did he suffer post-traumatic? Um, I, as far from, from what we've seen, I, I just think that he was a good Samaritan. Every, every story does not connect the family to the, uh, to the good Samaritan. Well, then he's, he's kind of messed his up. Uh, he's kind of premeditated. He knocked on the door. He, uh, 
you know, knew what he was doing. He brought mm-hmm. the knife with him, and he planned it. So now he has to suffer the consequences. You can't just take the law in your hands and go around stabbing all uh, everybody on the sex offender list. That this doesn't work that way. Thanks, Cheryl, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. To be clear, he walked in and saw the knife. He mm-hmm. didn't have the knife. He tapped on the window and he snapped. He saw the guy. Went to go confront him. The knife was in the apartment of the guy who was stabbed, who, by the way, got eight stitches in his left arm and 12 stitches in his throat. Who do you think ends up doing more prison time? Uh, the guy that alleged that did the attempted rape. We don't know how far it got. The sexual assault. The sexual assault of the 12-year-old girl or the guy that pulled the girl off and prevented the sexual assault from going any further but stabbed that guy a week later. The sexual assaulter or the stabber. Mm-hmm. Who will do and who, who should do. Is who it will dirty? do more time? <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say if, if they can convict the guy of sexual assault, he'll do more time. I think it'll be tougher to convict on that. I think that's the problem we're going to have is that the stabber has admitted to it. He fessed up. Yeah. He's, he's already... And the evidence is there, you know? And, and I'm going to guess there were witnesses. And, and you've got the stab wound. Uh, the other guy is in full denial about it. So it's, it's one person's word against the other. Now, I'm not going to get into biology, but there might be evidence yes. of that incident. And if there is, then just the fact that she's 12 will help. Um, but if there's not, it'll be tougher to convict the rapist. We're going to have to keep stabber. De- details on this are still going to keep popping up because uh, yeah. this is it, it, it's, it's disgusting. It, the bottom line is, it's disgusting. A lot of people on the text line are asking about PTSD. Is it possible that the stabber could claim from what he witnessed that he has PTSD and that's why he snapped? I don't know how that works. I don't, I, I don't want to claim to know how that works. Uh, um, and if you can get it from that. And this just came in from the Observer reporter. Now, you, this is the Washington County up in Pennsylvania. According to Washington police, this just popped up. The father of the alleged victim, okay, so the little girl... Mm-hmm said that Holiday, the sexual assaulter, was a guest in his home when the incident occurred on May 25th. Say that to me again. According to Washington police, the father of the alleged victim okay. said that Holiday, who is the sexual assaulter, okay. was a guest in his home when the incident occurred back in May. The okay. father said Holiday attempted to engage in a sex act with a girl. So the da- so so, so, right. so there's a connection according yeah. to Washington County Police, which might change your dynamic of this. I don't know if that really does anything. So there's a connection between the family and the sexual assaulter. Do we know where this happened? In the where kitchen. The sexual ha- so isn't it conceivable then that the stabber also knew the family and conceivable, knew the girl yeah. and knew the guy? Yeah. Because otherwise, why would he have been in the home? Uh, maybe it's the same apartment. Yeah. Something like that. But for some reason, he was familiar enough to be there. Yeah, that's, man, that adds a whole new wrinkle to it, doesn't it? It also adds. I love when these new details pop up on Twitter. It adds weight to the idea that he snapped because he knew the girl. If he knew the girl, to me, that changes things a little bit. You know, this isn't just some stranger. This is a child you know. And you're more likely to go off, I think. Somebody's asking, what is the guy who did the stabbing charge with? Assault. Assault. Yeah, I mean, stab the guy in the neck and the throat, mm-hmm. or the neck and the uh, the arm. So we'll keep this. This is one of those that we have to keep on the back burner to let you know how it goes. Remember, we kept did that with uh, the, the suicide texting story, and we try to keep you updated on all these things so we can uh, let you know the verdict. Kara uh, Marks are coming up. And Kara, yeah, you know what? I'm Breaking news, mm-hmm. we had that 14-pound baby give birth, uh, give birth in South Carolina. The 16-pounder yeah. happened just a day ago, so... Lots of big babies. A lot of... <laughs>
When are you due? How many days? We're down to days now, right? Well, we've got four weeks. Okay. Four more weeks? Yep. Wow. Feeling good? Well, sick feeling of being, big. Are you sick of being pregnant? And I, I wouldn't call it sick, just more like I'm kind of getting ready tired to being pregnant too. <laughs> I'd like to be able to see my toes again. Well, we have a way for you, or at least your uh, soon-to-be-born son, to get free flights for the rest of his life. Yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm <laughs> what in the hell they have planned, but you, I, I look at you and you're just over my shoulder staring out into the newsroom. So this was, we were trying to tell the story of the stabber and the guy that was sexually assaulting it, the girl. And, and it's and, already confusing as is. Yeah, it requires a lot of attention. And I, based on where we're all sitting, I face the room and face the window here that looks out into the newsroom. And I look out and I cannot keep my head together because Scott, who I don't know to be a dancer, is dancing all over the newsroom. And I mean, he's got game. Oh, yeah. He's, he's oh, got moves. He's Fred Astaire. And so I just keep looking up and I'm quite honestly hoping it'll stop so that I can keep my attention on the story. It eventually did, but it went on for like three or four minutes. Good. So there's Facebook video of it that Dana has put up if you want to check oh. out more of what I witnessed. Is it on the KMBZ page or on hers? Looks know. like it's on hers. <laughs> you assume she knows how to right. actually, go back and forth. I don't think we've given her access to that, actually. It's Perhaps a, it's there's a, a reason. Really good point. Also, real fast... Um, because I know we're getting weather that's moving through and it's not supposed to be severe and there's red on my screen, but uh, people are texting in about hail. Feel free to let us know if, where it's getting bad. Somebody just said marble size hail in Waldo. Not while you're driving. Not while you're driving. Not that while you're driving. Um, also, you get uh, your last chance in the next 27 minutes to vote. Who would win the KMBZ Amazing Race? Who do you think would win? The morning show, this midday program, the afternoon guys, or Weir and Rod at night? Text either morning, midday, afternoon, or night to uh, 22980 and let us know. Those are the words you would text. Uh, midday is M-I-D-D-A-Y, by the way. You're bringing me down. Like a, that's what I'm I, realizing from comments that are coming in. Okay, according to Facebook, uh-huh. we're, we're not going to win. I don't understand that. <laughs> we're not going to win. We're the, the youngest. Well, we're the most fit. I travel more than Weir and Rod do. Our text, you. our text line right now, Weir and Rod getting 50%. You and I are getting 35%. Dana and Parks are getting 9 And EJ and Ellen are getting 5 But on Facebook, people are voting as well and giving comments. And one of them, they said they would go with the night show because the streetcar doesn't go to Topeka. <laughs> so I'm automatically out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're riding my coattails on this. I think, uh, I think it's a great. I think you're my problem. That's a really good answer, by the way. Yeah, that's a great. Dana answer. Dana can't keep her L city straight. No. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, and Scott, at some point, I think we just give up and go find a bar somewhere. Yeah, probably. Well, Rob might also. Yeah. So just <laughs> so. text uh, morning, midday, afternoon, or night to two two nine eight zero, and we will give you the final results when we check in with Dana and Parks. Yeah, so, all right. Oh, somebody else said we're the most likable, and we would get along. That's we, what people are saying. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I I think that Dana and Parks get along on the air, but when it came to going anywhere, yeah, like, I'll bet Dana's late everywhere she goes. Um, I'm, I'm guessing Dana's late, and Scott's on time. She shows up to shows early, though. It's her job. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> it's her, It's like, oh, I don't, I've never been to jail. You're not supposed to. <laughs> Keep in mind, too, out of all the teams on the air, well, I don't know about Dana and Parks, but you and I were good friends for quite a while before mm-hmm. we became partners. I think Dana and Parks knew each other, but we were, like, really good friends first. So, yeah. So we've got all that communication stuff worked out. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Weir and Rod. Yeah. Whatever. Um, 
by the way, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is up at the pole right or the podium yeah. right now. What's she up to? Um, uh, she looks mad. She always looks mad. Her defense about President Trump's attacks on uh, Minka and Joe. Well, they did it first. Well, that's a good reason. All that's right. a very adult answer. That's that's a very wait, wait, uh, mature answer to give. Wait, wait, way to handle this. Not like seven year olds. Yeah, perfect. That's but that's our government. She's in an impossible position, by the way. Yes, she has to defend it, whether she agrees with it or not. You're a thousand so percent don't blame right. Her. You're a thousand. It's not percent her fault. Right. She's really wishing Sean Spicer had taken today. Yeah, where is spicy? Like, where's he been? Where is spicy? You know, interviewing new candidates for this job. Is this a job <laughs> anybody wants? Does anybody want to be press secretary? Is it fun for anybody? I'm sure. Where is Josh Ernest today? Our, our buddy from Kansas City. He, he was, moved on, right? He he probably enjoyed it because he didn't have to defend inflammatory tweets every day. There, you know, you're onto something with that. It was probably an easier job then. It was easier under Bush. It was mm-hmm. easier under Clinton. Well, maybe it wasn't easier under Clinton. It was easier under Days. Obama. It was easier under both Bush presidents. It was more fun under Clinton. It's it's not the same with no. this guy this is more of a challenge uh we mentioned free flights for the rest of your life this is a one interesting way to get it um there was a flight on its way from fort lauderdale to dallas that had to make an unscheduled stop in new orleans a woman by the name of christina penton was 36 weeks pregnant that's a lot, isn't it? Isn't there a period of your pregnancy where you're not supposed to fly? Is it, wait, is that a lot, by the way? 36 weeks divided by four. 36 divided by four. <laughs> Eight months. Thir- that's nine. Nine months. Nine months. So she's like ready to pop. Yes. Right? In theory, my math being I what it is. I think you're not supposed to fly after a certain point, And this is probably why. She got on the flight, flight 971, with her 11 and 12-year-old kids. Give this woman credit. Nine months pregnant, traveling with an 11 and 12-year-old. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, she carried her two children to full term, and she thought she was far enough away from the third child's due date to make the trip. Am I wrong on this? 36 divided by four is nine? That's nine. That's yeah. that's where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? She's right. I mean, within within a couple of weeks. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Your math is good. Okay. Keep going. Like not, I'm, I'm not weird on this. Or is nine... Oh, wait. Nine times seven is 63. <laughs> What this, does that have to do with anything? But that's, isn't that weeks? Isn't that weeks? I don't... How long is the... Is well, the, there are four weeks in a month, let's say. Okay. Okay. So right. if you're pregnant for nine months, in theory, you are pregnant for approximately 30, 36 or 37 weeks. Right. So she should be right upon her due date. Okay. So we're we're all like, she's, she should not be... She shouldn't be she flying. She shouldn't be flying at this point. Somebody on the text line said 40 weeks for gestation. Is that right? Okay. I'll take it. I'm not pregnant. She Never was close. Been. She was at the very end. So soon after takeoff, she wasn't feeling very well. And she alerted the flight attendants and they went into action, making her as comfortable as she can be. Gave her some water. By the way, they gave her free water because Good. They they don't give you free bottles of water on spirit, but they, they don't do, give you free anything on spirit. They will walk through will they pour water into a cup? I don't remember if they've done that or not. But they don't usually give you a bottle of water. Uh so they gave her free bottles of water. And then contractions started mm-hmm. and that's when the uh the, the flight attendants asked for the first of all they called down to the emergency landing spot which at this point remember dallas to fort lauderdale would be new orleans okay which is where they landed eventually and then they they called down there for a doctor alerted them of the situation and they asked for anybody with medical experience on the plane to step forward on the plane was a pediatrician and a nurse wow that's luck <laughs> How about that? That's luck. 
Uh, they told her repeatedly not to push, but then her water broke. Mm-hmm. And three pushes later, even though they said don't push, her son arrived. The baby was born mid-flight. Born over what? I wonder what that kid's birth certificate says. Louisiana. Okay. They actually figured out where they were when the baby was born, and it was above Louisiana. Uh, she said he went really quick. There was no time to prepare or land or do anything. He did what he wanted. We were all just along for the ride. Baby Christopher Karsten Lecano, Lescano, weighing in at seven pounds, 19 and a half inches long, will have a story to tell. And as you were asking uh, where the birth would usually be, hospital, it said other, airplane, because yeah. the baby was born on a plane. So free flights for life? For yeah. this kid now? They have decided that they were going to give him every year on his birthday a free flight for him and a guest to fly anywhere that uh, Spirit flies. Which, by the way, Spirit just started flying to Cancun. Oh. I'm just saying, I wouldn't really want to be on a Spirit flight for wherever the heck they live to Cancun, although Dallas to Cancun's probably not that long. No. But still, that's pretty awesome. So this is not, this is like the second time this has happened in the last couple of weeks. It was in India somewhere. It was overseas, but where this also happened, where a baby was born just this past week on a flight and also got free flights for life. Oh. That's apparently pretty common if that happens. Uh, He was born a month early, as the text line is telling us. Everybody knew it. (laughs) We did. Wicket and I don't have babies. No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, Doctors in New Orleans say he's healthy. No complications because he's too young for vaccinations and to protect him from germs. They're going to drive home instead of taking the free flight. They're going to drive back to uh, to Phoenix. So she went from Phoenix to Dallas and Dallas to Fort Lauderdale, landed in New Orleans. Wow. And now they're going to drive yeah. from Phoenix or all the way back to Phoenix. From That's a long flight or a long drive, I should say. Yeah. That's a long drive. Wow. That's still cool, though. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. now Spirit's going to give him a free flight. I can't believe she chanced it. I mean, it worked out well for her. The other two had made all the way to 40 weeks. Not the most comfortable delivery situation in the world. Dude, I've gotten, un- I've gotten on planes hungover, and I'm uncomfortable. She had a baby. And I assume Spirit, given that they're kind of a budget airline, don't offer you the most leg space in the world, let no. alone space to lay down on the floor and deliver a child. <laughs> There's not a bed in the back. No! You know, I don't know where, I don't know where this happens on the flight. <laughs> Where does she rest comfortably for the rest of the flight? I mean, you can't even do that on a Delta flight or no. Southwest because usually they're full. Where do you? Yeah, I don't know where you got cockpit. That's probably where you got the most room. <laughs> Back in the know. bar area. Don't worry they... about those FC those uh, FAA rules. I'm sure. I, I'm sure it had to be in the in the aisle way. Yeah, it had to be in the aisle way. Ninety-eight one KMBZ midday with Jamie and Wicket. It's one forty-eight. You have twelve minutes left to vote in our poll question. All right, <laughs> we're asking you right now. Uh, who would win the KMBZ Amazing Race? Would it be the morning show, the midday show, the afternoon show, or the night show? Text morning, midday, afternoon, or night to 22980. Jamie, we're probably not going to win the poll question, which means we'll now be the underdogs when we actually have the KMBZ Amazing Race. I I don't know why you think the night show is going to win. Because Rod, at some point, one of two things will happen. (laughs) Rod will either lose interest... And just get kind of get bored with it. Is that like, true? Just, just kind of get frustrated and just do something else. Um, or they'll fight and something will happen. And <laughs> and they'll never, they, they just won't make it. The people have spoken 48%. 48% of the people voting on uh, on text. And uh, the Twitter poll is pretty much the same. It mirrors it. Popularity is not the same thing as the ability to win the race. We're in second. 35%. Only 11% yeah. for Dana and Parks. Mostly that's the Dana vote. That's like... 
why people didn't vote for John McCain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone's concerned that Dana would uh, go squirrel or get lost and they just wouldn't find her. <laughs> like she would just, you'd just lose Dana somewhere along the way, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure people are not voting for Dana and Parks to win specific, the, parent, the Sarah Palin excuse. Somebody said at night, those two can con anyone out of anything. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's think physical. Think physical and think cleverness because it's a scavenger hunt. It's a lot of running. It's a lot of airports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think Dana gets lost. I think you lose Dana on leg one and you never see her again. And can you compete without your partner? Um, you know, you can apply as a single. So I don't know if they put you, uh, you probably... with somebody else, but it's a team thing. Actually, I think I saw that maybe it was during either the college basketball tournament or during the NFL season where this year on The Amazing Race, you weren't going to meet your partner until the day of. That's a neat twist. That, was, I admit, that sounds cool. like something I saw in a promo or a commercial. I believe. I, I think so. so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll, um, we'll update it. We'll ask them. Well, if they yeah. want to do it. Dana would be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, Dana would want to know no if, there was, if there was wine and golf yeah. around, the, around the world that she could stop at and sample and play. Yes, there is. But no, they don't allow you downtime for that kind None? of thing. No, you got to keep going. You got to win the race. Where is Jamesport, Missouri? Oh. It's in a sweet pivot, a la what Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, is by the way, killer pivot job. Amish country, an hour north of here. Or am I up. totally confusing that with a city that's not at all that city? It's uh, it lo- it's northeast. Okay, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, northeast. That's Amish country. Right off of I-35. Part so that's, of Amish country. That's Amish country? Yeah. Okay. Well, a Jamesport, Missouri man has been charged with kidnapping his sister to keep her from getting married. Is this going to get weird? Con- well, just that's, that, that's <laughs> sounds uh, like sentence Sounds like this is going to get weird. Conrad Kaufman is accused of kidnapping his cinder's, uh, sis, sister Cindy Kaufman and holding her against his will. I'm going to try this again. This is going to be a movie here. I'll, I'll, I'll. Conrad Kaufman is accused of kidnapping his sister Cindy. Cindy and holding her against her will in his truck. Yes. I got um, that. So <laughs> the sister's fiance, John Graver, told KCTV. Months before the incident, uh, his fiance was worried about the marriage because of religious differences. The part, the couple is part of an Amish community, but had left. Her fiance, whose name is John Graber, drove his fiance from Jamesport for her to meet her brother. He called both of them about an hour later, but got no answer. Graber finally texted them separately, saying he'll be going to police if they didn't respond soon. That's when... Um, it says Kaufman. I don't know which one. One of them sent a text to the fiance saying, sorry, the wedding is off. Oh, The man. brother said, I'm taking her far, far away and you're never going to see her again. Oh, gosh. He then allegedly took his sister to Illinois, but 24 hours later, she reportedly returned home to her fiance. Now the brother is charged with first degree kidnapping. And here's the best part of the story. There's, it gets better? The couple is still planning to get married on well, Saturday. Well, good. Yeah. I mean, you paid for the deposit on the flowers right? and, you know, all Stuff that kind of. Not cheap. You know how expensive wedding liquor is? So who's who's the issue here? Was it the brother didn't like the fiance? And so the brother wanted to keep the wedding from happening? Do we know the religious differences? Do you know what I mean? Like, do we know the problem that, pe- that each the side had? couple was part of the Amish community and had left. I don't know beyond that what the religious uh, differences were. Okay, I gotcha. It's also possible, again, maybe... They're not listening to us anyway brother, in the Amish country, by the way. They're, they, can't, they can't listen to maybe us. Maybe this brother is deflecting. Maybe it's the brother that had religious differences. Maybe the brother stayed in the Amish community and the brother had differences with her, his sister. 
Oh, and the fiance. Gotcha. Maybe that's the issue. Gosh. Or the fiance, you know, the sister really doesn't want to marry the guy, but feels like she has to now because hmm. now it's been a story. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's strange. Um, by the way, the guy had previously pleaded guilty to charges of driving while intoxicated. This is the brother. Drug possession, unlawful use of drug paraphernalia. This get, It's still going. Failure to register a vehicle and trailer operating a vehicle without a valid license. So the brother's got a, a screw loose and a criminal history. Okay. So that's nice. I mean, he kidnapped his sister. Yeah, no kidding. He kidnapped his <laughs> um, sister. To prevent their wedding. So what I can discern from all of this is that the brother didn't want her marrying into the Amish lifestyle and decided to get her out of it. I mean, the, the guy had a car. Possibly. The Amish don't have cars, right? Um, yeah, the way the story I have reads that the couple left the Amish community. Because mm. the, the guy had a car and has had a drug paraphernalia, driving while intoxicated. Mm. He's not from the Amish community. No. The brother is not from the Amish community. So maybe you're right. Maybe he... He doesn't want her going into the Amish community with this guy. But then again, they're texting. Right. What? It, maybe there has nothing to do but with the Amish. But they left the Amish community, so this, they're not a part of it anymore. This is a strange story. A couple of strange ones this hour. Kidnapped the sister to prevent the wedding. That's creative. I mean, you're not. Oh, okay. Graber and, okay, so the, the groom and the bride left the Amish community to become part of a Mennonite group. Okay. All right. So Got now it. this continues. To, <laughs> this is confusing wow. us all hell. I don't know. It would take a lot. For me to kidnap my sister. First of all, my sister would probably kick my ass. I, yeah, I would. You met Megan. You really shouldn't. And I've met you. I mean, right? more importantly, I've met you. I'm not much of a fighter. My so. sister is feisty. My sister yes. is feisty. Oh, yeah. 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 Your sister and I drank together at the wedding. Yeah, you're you're losing that fight oh, completely. No. And there are, aren't there other ways you can stop a wedding? What happened to just, does anyone object? Like, why not just object during the ceremony? Does anybody actually ever do that? I would love to know if anybody has seen a wedding where that happened. Where somebody actually objected. Yeah, I don't, I, I've never actually heard that happen. Was it just in movies? Yeah, I think we, we may have talked about that before my wedding. People Did trying you even to have that in your wedding? No. A lot of people just take it out. Yeah, we didn't do to any of that. To avoid that possibility. Our, our uh, ceremony was, was very different. A lot of jokes, a lot of radio references, a lot of en- endorsement references. I have to tell you real fast. So I was, uh, speaking of weddings, mm-hmm. going off track here. Um, I was at, I have a cousin that I'm very close to that got married this past weekend, and they, it was one of the only non-Catholic Italian weddings I have witnessed. And so it just took place in an event hall. And a friend of theirs did the ceremony. And they had done, um, they didn't write their own vows, but they were saying the same vows. And the the person that was doing the ceremony um, lost the piece of paper. Like oh, she had a stack of papers. no. So she doesn't realize, like there was a little bit of a difference between the two, but either way, she didn't print off the last four sheets of the vows. The last four sheets of what she needed to read in the ceremony. Wait, time out. Four sheets of vows? It's, I think it was Britain big so she could read it. Oh, okay. You know, it was just, it was it was the rest of the ceremony that she had to perform too and everything else she had to read. Gotcha. She got to page four and then realized, oh crap, I don't have everything else I'm supposed to read. She didn't have it with her. So we had to stop, everything had to stop. And then she had to go out to her car and get her phone and read it off her phone. This took like 10 minutes. It's an interlude right there they in the middle like, of a wedding. They were like, let's pass around champagne, yeah. you know, and then we'll get back to the ceremony here in a second. I had mine on my phone. Yeah, Actually, she should have just brought her phone up there. I had mine on my best man's phone. Mm-hmm. I had to reach for that when I gave mine. Uh, Dana, have Hi, you? Dana. Okay, a couple of things. Have you been? You're, hold turn on. Your mic on. We got to turn your microphone on in there. Um, have you been listening to our KMBZ Amazing Race? You watch um, Amazing Race? I have been. I haven't watched it in a while, but of all of the reality TV shows, that one doesn't bother me. 
who would win the KMBZ Amazing Race? Uh, EJ and Ellen, I'm us. I'm out in 30 seconds. We ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you get lost or just lose interest? I, they would be like, the envelope is somewhere in the Amazon. I'd be like, yeah, I, I'm nope. not even looking. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so if you were voting for Dana and Parks, stop. <laughs> I we would need, say. We need to rally around the Dana and Parks voters. We need them to what? sway. True. We need to start swinging those yeah. votes. I'm going with a dark horse candidate. I'm going with. Quite frankly, Rod and Weir. They're not a dark horse. They're They're winning the stupid poll. They're winning. I think Rod and Weir, as long as you don't have Weir around any germy areas of of the world. (laughs) And Rod around any... Because he's a germaphobe and a hypochondriac. Yeah. For the record, on Amazing Race, we would kick your ass. Uh, Dana said she quits uh, in 30 seconds, so no. I'm your handicap, babe. Yeah. Just like Wicket's kind of mine. We would slaughter you. I don't think so. I think, uh, Dana, you're going to lose. Would you like to know the updated poll results right now? Yes, lay it on me. Weir and Rod, 48%. Midday, 30, 35%. Fake news. We- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys are coming in third at 11%, edging out the morning show of EJ and Ellen. Well, EJ, I'm sorry. Love EJ and Ellen, but that's just not happening. <laughs> I know we're late, but Scott, why were you dancing? What I have to know. It was, was incredibly that? distracting to me. Sorry, I wasn't trying No, to. it was uh, funny, but it was like, I can't form thoughts The look right on Kara Markster's face. It is so funny. From time to time, and we do this on the show every once in a while, we do get into a little song battle where we say, okay, I I hear your theme to the love boat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to raise you this. And that's what we were doing. Okay. It was very entertaining. Annoying songs you can't get out of your head. Yeah. And yes, the Earworms. theme song to Family Ties was one of them. Sha-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na. Oh my gosh. Sha-na-na-na. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you guys talking about today? Anything happened That's earlier? T- anything That's happened it. earlier today? Dancing. Anything at all, Scott? Scott, nothing. He wants to talk about Trump, and I'm I'm leaving. Scott, if he comes up. <laughs> anything you want to talk about? Any particular tweets, Mika and Joe? Sadly, I have allowed a couple of Trump trolls to get the better of me today. Oh. Get your fidget spinner ready. Use bad words it. on the on the internet. Uh, yeah. And you made a, a very inappropriate pass at me on Twitter today. What the hell? Yeah. What oh, the? he said something. What did you say you I wanted want, in you? I wanted a pizza <laughs> euro in that. me, and you said you want. I said I want to be in you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 